from the nchc.tv studios this is college hockey coast to coast brought to you by the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe now for all of the action from the best conference in college hockey the university of georgia building the foundations of something bigger go to ugahockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice jets pizza we're not just pizza Try our sidekicks, salads, calzones, and more at JetsPizza.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to AdrianBulldogs.com slash MHockeyD1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add that third championship banner to the rafters. The Spaghetti Shack, ASU alumni owned and operated at thespaghettishack.com. University of Mary, tickets and schedule information, visit us at goumary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards, towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at jessieraysbarbecue.com. College hockey coast-to-coast from the nchc.tv studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that may be listening to us this evening on the Podbean app, Scott Strandy with you tonight, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, I should say, in uh, Maricopa. And, uh, Paul, it's been a beautiful 73-degree day here with sunshine and everything you would expect from winter in the desert. My my co-host, as always, has always got sunshine, rainbows, gumdrops, all that stuff, because he has a palatial estate. Out on Long Island, New York. So, Paul Hornstein, how are you tonight? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to tell me who the who your co-host is. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't recognize any any of what you're talking about. So, who's the co-host? I don't I don't mind being the guest. Obviously, <laughs> I'm here. Well, right, so, might be the guest because. I am having a heck of a time with my uh, my headphones. Can you hear well, me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, the headphones aren't working, which means the mic is not working, which means I am talking to you directly on the app on the phone, and that's the way we're going to have to play it tonight because that is the way life is. Why? Why, <laughs> why aren't your headphones working? What? What? Don't my headphones. It, my have my headphones haven't worked properly in about two and a half years. So uh, they don't plug all the way into my uh, my mixer, and right. and the connection from the mixer to my phone is wore out. So right. uh, neither one of those work properly. So right. that's uh, that's the story of my life. So now I'm talking to you on the phone, and I hope it sounds okay because yeah. uh, we got two great guests that I spoke to today, right. and I feel like we need to hear them, and uh, the audience needs to hear them. Oh yeah, for sure. So college hockey coast to coast means we're going coast to coast. And tonight we're going to take you uh, via Tempe, Arizona to Anchorage, Alaska, where it's about zero degrees right now. But the Seawolves are enjoying some beautiful weather right down here in the desert. Uh, Well, uh, I I don't blame them. (laughs) They've been there for a week almost, right? Yeah, they're there. Eric Shazby knew what he was. uh, Matt Matt Shazby knew what he was. Give me I corrected myself. Matt Chasby <laughs> knew what he was doing. Did you know he was the head coach? Uh, I did. Unlike oh, some okay. other people, good. apparently, didn't know who the yeah. head coach was, but I knew. No. No. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, so anyway, I had a chance to visit with uh, sophomore Alex Gomez and uh, junior Maximilian Helgeson, the greatest name in all of college hockey, bar none. That, Maximilian. That almost wasn't. Um, I had to ask him what it, what, uh, what what is going to be. So he'll tell you uh, if you haven't been on our X account to uh, to hear it. But it um, oh, okay, I, I thought it was X. But anyway, 
Anyway, so Maximilian will uh, will tell you how he got his name and what he was almost named, and then we'll talk some hockey and we'll talk about some things growing up in in Anchorage. Anchorage, Paul played the, as you know Arizona State last weekend on a Friday right. Sunday. Um, they're going to be here in Tempe until Wednesday. They're going to fly up to Madison. Um, Coach Shasby told me that uh, they have a. Uh, player on their team from Wisconsin. So guess what? His parents are going to host them for Thanksgiving on that's Thursday. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. That That, that is awesome. awesome. But think yeah. about that for a minute. Mom and dad, I'm going to bring the college hockey team with me for Thanksgiving. Yeah. How many yeah. families do you need to feed 30 people? Dude, that's that's a loan. <laughs> well, I hope they got the second mortgage on their house. They understand these are hockey players, right? <laughs> and in addition to that, Paul, in addition to that, Alex Gomez told me today the one thing he had to do now was eat. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I need to put on weight, so I got to eat. I go, well, that shouldn't be so hard. And right away, he started to say, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, he, he should be, then tell him to come here to my shack, <laughs> and I'm, I, I, can, I can show him how to put the weight on fast. It might uh-huh. not be good weight. But it'll go on fast. Uh, okay. Uh, the and by the way, he's in Tempe. He can find places to help him put on weight. I asked him about that and, and traveling. Well, you'll hear it all in just a minute when we get into it. But um, they had a good practice today. I got a chance to watch it. So that was kind of fun. And um, meanwhile, the uh, the Arizona Coyotes, the other tenants in the building, were uh, doing no, their morning. No, no, no. Not other tenants. Oh. They are the. No, 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 no. Other tenants make it sound like there are other teams that are. No, 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 no. They are the tenant. Okay, the tenant uh, practiced up in their uh, practice facility at the ice den today because uh, there was a lot going on. I saw um, some ASU uh, club hockey team, I believe was a D3 team. I saw a team from Air Force, a club hockey team from Air Force uh, in the building today. And right. then the Los Angeles Kings were going to get their skate in shortly after I left uh, in the main rink at Mullet. So right. uh, lots of stuff happening. And for people that said, oh, that, that building at uh, Tempe, when they build it, it won't get used. Uh, it won't get wow. used. Them. BS. It, it could be yeah. used 24-7 if they wanted. Oh, yeah. There, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like every ice rink, right? I mean, honestly. You you show me a rink that couldn't be used twenty four seven wherever there is one. Yep, exactly. Um, so anyway, the way we're going to lay out the show tonight is we'll go to our guests from Alaska first, then we'll talk a little bit about what happened over the weekend nationally. Then what we'll do is we'll jump into uh, the polls and the Super Sixteen, of course. Yeah, who did and we'll, that? And we'll find out what uh, Paul Hornstein thinks. Um, the team should be ranked, and then I'll tell you what I think because I've well, got a yeah, pretty strong opinion. That. I've got a strong opinion, Paul, on where I think this should all play out, but let's not mess around. Let's uh, let's first visit with uh, the sophomore first-line center. used to play for the New, New Mexico Ice Wolves and is a Parker, Colorado native. Alex Gomez will bring Alex on right now. All right, welcome back in, college hockey fans, college hockey, Westlife, college hockey, coast to coast. And I am in Tempe, Arizona with a Seawolf. we got Alex Gomez with me. Alex, first of all, congratulations on all the success so far. You're moving up the ranks in college hockey. I told you that when I met you in, uh, in New Mexico. I said, you're going to be a player. Did yes, you think sir. it was going to happen like this? Oh, I don't know. I'm just uh, grateful for the opportunity and everything that I've uh, been able to have given to me. And it's just uh, it's awesome. Growing up in Parker, Colorado, and uh, making your way through the junior ranks, did you see yourself ending up in Alaska at some point? Um, <laughs> well, we did do a, uh, a road trip up there once and played Fairbanks and well, Kenai. Right. I mean, it was it was cool, and I was like, you know, maybe if, if, uh, if it comes around to it, I could be here someday, and now it happened. <laughs> Tell me about playing for Matt Cassidy. He takes over the program, now in his second year, and you guys just came out. Um, it took you lumps kind of the first year, but now every game you play, even if you lose, it's a one-goal game or an overtime game. Yeah, it's all pretty close. Uh, I mean, it's pretty hard putting a program together, but he's done a great job uh, bringing a good group of guys together, creating a good, uh, good core, and uh, it's great. 
Talk about this roster right now. You're uh, watching this weekend, playing first-line minutes. Um, what did it take to get to that spot, and what can you tell other kids that are working to get to where you're at right now? Just consistency, stay with it, uh, keep going hard, uh, never take a day off. Be every day. Okay. When you play uh, NCAA hockey, you look across the uh, room from you every day. It's, it's pretty parody, right? I mean, a lot of parody. Sorry? A lot of parody in what you're seeing in college hockey right now. A lot of people. Yeah, people yeah. Team. Everyone's everyone's up there. Everyone's a good opponent. Uh, every weekend you're going into is, is hard. It's tough. It's, it's good hockey. And you'd have it no other way, would you? No, that's great. I love it that way. <laughs> Always play hard. So tell me about the development uh, in Alaska because it's, sometimes it's hard to get players up there. I know Coach has got a lot of great players up there, but what's it been like the last couple of years? Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's great. We got ice on campus. We got our great locker room, great facilities, great staff taking care of us. So, No doubt you're on the road a lot as I visited <laughs> here in Tempe. Yes, yes. Um, we're here for two weeks. Or one <laughs> week, and then we're going up to Wisconsin for a, a two-week road trip in total. But, yeah. <laughs> how, how did your body adjust to that and your school life and all that? School, school's fine. I'm doing mostly online anyway, so it's just got to bring my computer with me. Um, right. But the travel, we do a lot of red eyes, a lot of red eyes, and those are tough, but you get back in it within a day, so. Spending Thanksgiving in Madison, Wisconsin, I take it. And yes, then uh, yep. getting a matchup with the Badgers, who be uh, are playing really well. So, Coach said he's hoping Friday night's night that you get off to a good start. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your play. Moving up and down the ice, uh, you're physical, you're uh, a playmaker, you're a goal scorer. What do you want to work on? What, wants, what do you have to do to make yourself better, Alex? I just want to work out my consistency, my confidence with the puck, um, just my ability to have some poise out there and make some plays versus just making the easy play all the time. And the easy play is always the right play, but there's other plays that can be made too. Talk about your size, because uh, you're, you're a big boy, you're growing into uh, your frame it looks like every <laughs> year. I watch you get a little better, a little more agile. Uh, is that something you're working on too, is adjusting to your height? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been tall, but uh, just filling out's been the hard part, and I feel like I'm working on that well now, and just got to eat. <laughs> eat a lot, eat a lot. Well, that shouldn't be a problem, should it? No, no, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk about your teammates, because these guys uh, have uh, no quit in them, no matter who you no, play yeah, and it's, what it's like. It's good. Uh, we got a good group, as I said earlier. Uh, I like everyone on our team. Everyone's a great guy. Everyone works hard, and everyone works for each other, so. All right, got to ask you about playing in the Governor's Cup, your second year of doing that battle. What's that like with Fairbanks? It's, and It's like, what, six games? Yeah, it's a six games a year, and then I think it comes down to just, if it's tied, it comes down to the last game, overtime, shootout, whatever. And it comes down to that, and it's every minute, every shift, it's got to be as hard, and yeah, it, it comes down to it. It, I mean, it all matters. It's important, and it's fun, and it's gritty. <laughs> Give us a thought of... Uh, or a thumbnail down here in the stage of what it's like uh, for Alaska. What, what's the crowds like? How do they come out and support you? What's it been like up there, and is it what you expect? It's great. I mean, we got a little small facility right now. Not small. It's it's a good facility. It's tight. It's got good fans. It's packed every time. Great fans. Always support for the team. It's great. And they know their hockey. I mean, they've seen the professional hockey with the yep, Aces. They have the they've Aces. Seen, uh, uh, the junior ranks up there. So. Yep. They love their NCAA, though, don't they? Yes, they do. They do. And they, I mean, they travel. We had fans here in Arizona. So, yeah, it's great. All right. What's the game plan for the next couple of days here in Arizona? Getting a little sun or don't you have time for that? A bit of both. We're, we're just going, <laughs> hanging out, eating, practicing, and uh, having some fun. Getting loose. Alex Gomez, I appreciate your time as always. Yep. Colorado, Colorado born and bred, and now uh, an Alaska Anchorage Seawolf. Thanks, yes, Alex. So that's Alex Gomez, the uh, Parker, Colorado kid, the former New Mexico Ice Wolf. Paul, uh, you heard it before. You had a chance to hear it again. Uh, your thoughts on Alex and uh, just his thoughts on being a Sea Wolf. Well, listen, you know, um, it's a, you know, we, we know that Anchorage is a hockey town. Fairbanks too. Um, you know, it's it's the sport up there. You know, or certainly the team sport anyway. Um, you know, you sit there and it, you know, the, the coaches know this when they recruit, right? They're looking for a, a certain kind of kid. 
you know, because doing what they do is not easy. Um, and apparently putting on weight is not easy for Alex either. <laughs> That's if you he's see hanging how out with the, he's hanging out with the wrong people. If you see how hard that dude works, you would understand why keeping weight on is difficult because he is moving all the time and uh, he gives. That's why he's the number one uh, center on that roster right now. Is he? He's all over the ice, and I keep telling you, he's got a Mario Lemieux style body. Stop! 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 When he grows into that style of body, don't no no agile gets the skill level he is gonna be a beast no he's don't say be that. that's not fair well well i'm not telling you he's gonna be mario lemieux i'm telling you that he's got the mario lemieux body style he's mario big. lemieux was a huge human being so was alex gomez no but, but <laughs> stand them next to, to each other my friend mario was not skinny neither is alex right now he's well, not apparently he is according to, to you now, he wants to put on weight. I'm just okay. telling you that he's got a uh, a body style a lot like Mario Lemieux. I saw it when he played at uh, New Mexico. I said if he gets uh, the skill level and gets everything in line, he's going to be a beast. And um, you know what? Uh, Parker, Colorado, there are two or three schools right there in Colorado that missed on this dude, I think. And I think uh, if CC could have gotten him, he would have been a big help. I think Denver would uh would have been able to use him quite well and of course if he chose to go the air force route frank Saratori would have loved him because he's a a knoller he's an nahl -er. and you know what i the best part about the conversation with alex is he was always smiling and he said i'm an everydayer that's how you get better you got to be an everydayer i love that, that that's oh i great. love that line i love it uh, yeah that's uh, that's okay that's so there you go. That's your first line center. Here is another winger and the kid that I call Mr. Everything because of the fact he's from Anchorage. He went to Lindenwood first. Then he found out that the Anchorage program was coming back during COVID. And uh, Matt Chasby, as he will tell you, um, very important to one Maximilian Helgeson. So let's not wait around. Let's hear from Maximilian and uh, find out, first of all, how he got his name. College hockey fans, College Hockey West Live and College Hockey Coast to Coast. I've got Maximilian Helgeson with me. First of all, the greatest name in hockey, Max. I'll tell you that right now. So, yeah, thank you. so tell me how you got that name. Uh, I don't know. I think I was supposed to be named Sage, actually. My parents were thinking about that. And then uh, they gave me Maximilian. I think they saw it in the newspaper that had no one's been naming their child Max. And then they added a little flair to it. So. Gotta like it. Well, Flair is in your game. I've watched you play for a while now. Um, you went to Lindenwood. Then all of a sudden, Matt Chasby comes over and takes over the program at Alaska Anchorage. You get a chance to go back home and play for a guy that you respect a lot, don't you? Yeah, so, like, he's, I mean, he's been kind of like a father figure of some sorts. I mean, he watched me grow up as a kid. I played for his brother, Nate Chasby, for a long time since I was, like, eight, uh, all the way up to high school. So, um He's been awesome to me. He's treated me very well. And then, um, like, when he became head coach, uh, figured might as well go represent the green and gold back home. Uh, I mean, I was a stick boy back when I was a little kid. So, I mean, felt right. So, is there any truth to this story? I heard that one day in school when he was teaching, uh, you went with a uh, Matt Chasby jersey on career day. Is that <laughs> yeah, true? that is true. Uh, he used to be uh, a teacher, too, at a school of Northern Lights. We had a... Uh, Thanksgiving thing, we had to pick uh, pick a hero of ours, so I wore Matt Jasby, uh, wrote a whole speech about it, ended up uh, winning the competition for that year, and it was, yeah, it was a good time. Gotta love it. Did you think back then that you might be playing NCAA hockey for him? Uh, no, I mean, that definitely wasn't a, a thought, for sure. Like, I mean, there's no way. Obviously, like, I had the goal in mind to play college hockey, uh, and if, being a Seawolf, I got lucky enough to do that. That would have been awesome, so... Uh, playing for him, I mean, it's a, it's a cool experience and it's fun. And I mean, it, it's my childhood dream, so I'm happy. So this year you're wearing a letter, and uh, it's a lot of responsibility. You guys have uh, guys that came in out of the portal. You have freshmen, but what's it been like this year in particular? I know last year you guys had some struggles, and this year you're, you're playing everybody pretty tough. 
Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to find our culture, right? I mean, when a team gets shut down for a few years, like bringing in a bunch of guys last year, we were all new faces. Uh, like this year, we're coming back guys from last year. So like, it's good, but we're still working to find that culture, trying to figure out how to compete for 60 minutes. Um, like we're putting together some really good hockey, but we're having some really bad farts and like during those times, which is unfortunate, but um, we just got to stick to what like where coaches are preaching and stick to what we know and should be a good, good little test. I think we'll be all right. You know, I watched uh, you play this weekend here at Arizona State, and uh, I, I told my partner on Sunday, I sent him a text message, I said, Max is going to do something special on Sunday. Because I thought you, you were motivated more than maybe I've seen you the, in the last couple of days. Was, was there something said or something that you thought I need to take over on Sunday? Uh, I mean, we just... We haven't been able to put a full 60 minutes together, unfortunately, like we've been wanting to. And uh, we just need to really get some wins. And I'm just trying to do the best to help my team win. And fortunately, Sunday had kind of been a dud. It was ended up being kind of being a weird game uh, between penalties and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just got to find a way to fly around and put the puck in the back of the net help us win. You know, I asked Coach after the game, I said, uh, what more can Max do for your team? He said, we need them to score. Yeah. You feel that? Yeah, I mean, no, not really any pressure or anything, but, I mean, uh, I do like to score, and uh, I want to score, and when you don't score, obviously, it's a, it gets a little upsetting, but uh, just stick to what we're doing, play simple, play smart, and work hard, and good things will come, that's for sure. Talk about that uh, Anchorage power play, because I thought you guys moved the puck really well and got some really good opportunities when you had the chance. Um Anything special on that power play, or is it just execution? Uh, I think it's just execution, like making quick passes, moving, like moving our feet, trying to let the puck do the work. Like our, we got our breakout, we got to put together a few little set pieces, maybe get the puck in the zone a little bit more clear. But uh, and then maybe try to get some passes, like bucks to the net. I mean, we gotta we gotta start, start testing these goaltenders a little bit east to west with some one timers, but. We'll figure that out. Okay, equality in college hockey is certainly there this year. You guys are going to go from here up to uh, play Badgers in Wisconsin. Uh, no, no easy weekends, though, are there? No, it's it's kind of like uh, we were talking about the other day. It's kind of like a playoff game. College hockey is just a bunch of playoff games. Right. Uh, and you're just, yeah, you're just out there competing as hard as you can every Friday and Saturday night and uh, hopefully try not to lose on Saturdays. All right, let's talk about uh, growing up in Alaska and what it was like and uh, playing hockey up there. A lot of the people down here in the lower 48 that haven't been up there don't realize what it was like. So what was it like in your childhood? Uh, I mean, it was fun. Like, a lot of outdoor hockey spent uh, on the outdoor rinks. Like, during wintertime, that's kind of what we just do. Mom would get bored of hanging out with us, so she'd just drop us off at the outdoor rink for a couple hours, let us go mess around, and come pick us back up later. But um, it was good, like, and uh, traveling, like, we had to kind of travel a lot, but at a certain point, you kind of run out of competition. Uh, you've been playing the same kids for so long, and some of them fizzle off, so you got to leave uh, leave the state, come down to the Midwest and play teams and tournaments, which is fun. Like, uh, as a kid, like, you're, whatever, 10, 12 years old, you go on a trip for five days and you play 15 games, uh, so you're trying to get the most out of it. Uh, and those were those were good times. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, wish you could go back to those days. We could show up to the rink in 30 minutes and pop your gear on and go out there and fly around. But nowadays you got to stretch and everything. That's all tough. But. Okay, so we talked about these trips that you guys take right now, and you're on a lot of two weeker now. Uh, yeah, two weeker. down here. So what's that like, and is it difficult to get your schooling in at the same time? Uh, it's. I mean, it's definitely a challenge. Uh, but, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. We are student-athletes, and so, like, today we got most of the day off, so go home and go back to the hotel and crank out some homework for the next week. And uh, Hopefully, don't have to do too much over the weekends, but um, it's all right. Like, we, this trip's actually pretty nice. We just had one direct flight um, just here to Arizona, and then we're here for seven days, and then we go to Wisconsin. We leave on Wednesday, but, like, just... Just getting it done. Time management is probably the biggest thing. Getting it done before the trip is helpful. Uh, but our teachers are also very, very kind to us, and they know that we got a busy schedule and that we're gone. So they try to help us out and give like some flexible dates and stuff like that. 
I'm guessing hotel life starts to get old after a little while, though, does it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, going to hotel to hotel, it's more the food, the hotel breakfast, that's what gets really old. I, I miss my uh, homegrown chicken eggs, but, uh, yeah. Max, appreciate your time. Good luck the rest of the season. Okay? Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Maximilian, you could probably hear his smile in the conversation, Paul Hornstein. Um, he, he loves playing the game. He loves and he bleeds green and gold of the Seawolves. And Matt Chasby told me uh, off, the, off the air that um, Max is the guy that's going to really reinstate their program with uh, talent because the kids that have been leaving Alaska, particularly Anchorage, um, and going other places to play now, we're starting to see that, hey, there's a pretty good hockey program right in our backyard. And, and I think Matt thinks he's going to get some more of those kids. Well, let's hope so. You know, yeah, I mean, you got to build from, from the home base, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not like there's, there's not players there. Yeah. Right? Listen, you're not going to, maybe you're not going to get the Macklin Celebrinis. But... Oh, you love that kid. You just love to say the name. Well, that's true. I'm going to get him on the I mean, show. Next next Monday, I'm going to see if I can get Macklin on. Just so all you right. Well, listen, I'm, I'd be all I'm down with that. I, that's <laughs> fine with me. I mean, you know, I mean, he's going to be the number one pick. There's, there's, he's going to be the number one pick. Oh, Sorry, stop, stop Max, now. Stop. Are you, are you trying to tell me like, like we're talking about Lemieux that nobody else can compete with him to be the number one pick? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm giving you a bad time. Just busting. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, cut short Mac. Uh, Max, though. No. You know, he definitely. You can. I mean, I saw the videos. Well, I, I actually couldn't say. I, I actually didn't see the video. I listened to the video on the way home. But you'll probably see it later. I'm guessing. Well, I saw some clips of it on the Twitter accounts. There'll be more. There'll be more. Okay, that's you know. I mean, that's cool. But anyway, he's, uh, you know, a kid from Alaska. As I said, he was looking to play college hockey. He was recruited by Rick Zombo uh, before they had an NCAA team at Lindenwood. He went down there, um, was all convinced that he was going to be a Lion. And then all of a sudden, Matt Shazby comes along, and he's going like, hey, I used to be a stick boy here. <laughs> Maybe I should go back and play for these guys and actually wear the green and white uniform, the green and gold uniform. Sorry. Yeah, no, I listen, I, I applaud that. Yeah, that's I, I applaud that's that. That's why you, know, you he, give a kid the opportunity to transfer, or in his case he didn't need to, but that's why you give him the portal option, right? Yeah, I mean something like that. I mean that's le you know, that's legit. Um, you know, there's supposed to be parameters for guys going into the portal. Uh they obviously have blown way past those. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to go now, just go. <laughs> yeah, more or less, yeah. So, Anyway, uh, it was great catching up with him. Anything that stuck out to you besides the energy level? Um, he, he, this team just came off of two heartbreaking losses to Arizona State. It's been a season of that for the Seawolves. Uh, they lost a tough one to at home to, to Air Force. Um, they, they've been beaten in overtime, and, you know, they still have that smile, that fire. I mean, practice today, really? you couldn't tell if you were watching a team that was, um, you know, nine and two or four and four or whatever they are. Four no, I'm just, just surprised they got him away from the pool. <laughs> he said, he said, hotel life isn't so bad, but that hotel breakfast, man, he's got to get back to his own, uh, his own chicken. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I get it. I've had a few hotel breakfasts, and <laughs> uh, so have I. And well, trust me, they they get old after a while because it's literally the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I get that. Uh, I I have to admit, though. I mean, I I like the other stuff. We're not going to talk about the fact that the eggs are probably not. I don't even know how they. Uh, they're not eggs. <laughs> let's just put it that way. but trust me the eggs that you get at the helgesons i bet are uh, farm fresh let's say i'm sure they well i i imagine they store them up i don't know i mean do the do the do the chickens lay eggs 
in December and January in Anchorage? Uh, I think they do, but we'd have to yeah, ask. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I, <laughs> the other thing that I meant to ask Max is I know he loves to fly fish for rainbow trout, and I wanted to, uh, to get into that. Um, he did ask me if I was planning on, on coming to Alaska at any point. And I said, I would love to get up there and see you guys play uh, a game or two uh, in Alaska. And I said, you know, I probably can't get up there towards, until towards the end of the year, but my, my co-host would be happy to come in mid-January. Yeah, well, uh, how do we know that that's a lie? Because you said it. And that's, <laughs> that's just, you know, we, we, we know that that's never happening. It's just not. Jeez. It is not happening. You don't want to go up there and see the sea wolves in mid-January? Come on. No. No. Max will probably take you out on a dog sled. Yeah, because I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> anyway. You know, when anyway. ASU first when ASU played their first games at the NCAA level, it was the beginning of October, and they played at Anchorage and at Fairbanks. You right. had a shot, you have you would have a shot to get me then. <laughs> and that was because it's the first week of October. After that, you have no shot. Paul on uh on Sunday Sorry, when, when the ASU ASU people uh did their little um heat index and they said the temperature now in in Anchorage, Alaska is two degrees. And here in Tempe it's seventy-three. That <laughs> gotta put things in perspective, I think. Uh, yeah, you might say that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, love visiting with those guys whenever uh, whenever I can catch up with the guys from Alaska, both Anchorage and Fairbanks. They they just have such an appreciation, Paul, for the game and the little things. And, and as Alex said, they, they take a lot of red eyes. And you and I were talking about this off air. And we said, when you take a red eye, man, that's an experience because your body is not ready no, to, to fly at night and then be ready to go when you land. And I, you know, I'm going to do this on Wednesday to Thursday oh. for Thanksgiving. We're all, I'll leave Phoenix at about midnight and arrive in Minneapolis, St. Paul at five o'clock local time or whatever it is. And then have Thanksgiving after that. It's like, you know, your body just isn't really used to it. And then by the time I get used to it, we're going to fly back because we'll be back here uh, oh. late Saturday night. Terry might so. be the only one used to it. Yeah, she probably can handle it. Uh, yeah. But but as for me, I'm I'm a wimp. So uh, well, what? no, well, wait, <laughs> wait till wait till Sunday with ASU and Providence. Um, they're, they're gonna have to get me fired up somehow, some way. Um, yeah. when the Friars come to town and uh, battle, and we talked about Big this weekend. What a huge weekend! What a huge two weekends for Arizona State hockey. I mean, this is really, Paul, where you can set yourself apart, I believe. I know it's early in the year, but let, let, let's say you get four wins in the next four games. You're now sitting at 13-2-1. Boy, that's going to be, even as an independent, that's going to be hard to unseat you from a tournament bid, isn't it? Well, you would think, but I don't know. I mean, you'd have um, to lose I, a lot of games. I, I agree with that. I try, I'm trying to be realistic. Trying to be okay. realistic. I'd like to, you know, let's, let's, let, you know, I mean, 4-0, oh, that's, that's that's tough. Because you're going to go on the road and sweep a series against a, a an angry Colorado college team with a goalie as good as yours and Caden Imberico. The sponge. Um, no, Caden Imberico. Okay. Um, you know, Providence right now. Uh, their goalie Phillips feedback playing really, really well, and is the reason why, you know, is, is a big reason why they are where they are. Um, not just in the the pairwise, obviously early, but uh, in the standings, you know, uh, you know, right now they're in second place in Hockey East behind BU. Um, so. Can I give you can I give you three very positive things to hang your ASU hat on? I know you only have one of them, but uh, yeah, I only wear one. <laughs> uh, if you want to hang your ASU hat on what's different this year than years past, let me give them to you. Number one, this may not may. This is one of the top five teams depth wise in all of college hockey on paper. 
that that's fact. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of teams, and I can tell you they're in the top five. There's not there's not five teams that are better than them. They are in the top five. So that's number one. Number two, I saw this weekend. Well, actually, it started last weekend against Denver. That this team is starting to show the championship pedigree in the aspect that they now understand what it takes to not only win games different ways, but when you get a lead, um, they've had enough of it. Coach Power said, you know, the only two losses they had, they had three goal leads and they didn't finish. And he said, I know shoulda, coulda, woulda, but you look at what we could have done, uh, where we would have been had we been able to seal those victories uh, with that kind of a lead. And last weekend I saw them do that. So that's number two. Number three is knock on wood, as coach says all the time, if they stay healthy, this team um, has the goaltending. It has the defensive core. It certainly has the offensive firepower. So I think this, those three components, Paul, make this different than any other team that ASU has fielded in the last eight years. Well, I'll let you know in two weeks. <laughs> coward. <laughs> coward. I'll let you know in two weeks. You just cowered right out of it. Come yeah, on, I'll let man. You know in two weeks. You're, you're the alum. Yeah. Tell me from the alum side of things. You're excited about this team. It's it's, right. it's as good as ASU's ever fielded, right? Right. What does that have to do with the uh, what does one have to do with the other? <laughs> I was trying. It doesn't it doesn't work. Anyway, let's take a quick break. We got to come back. We got to talk about what else happened uh, over the weekend uh coast to coast wise in NCAA hockey. I'll let you look at the East Coast for us since you're there. And uh <laughs> And I will uh I will work on uh getting uh things put together for these polls because there's a super 16 out right now, folks. And I'm going to post right after the show and uh, Paul Hornstein's got it together. So let's uh, take a quick break. Let's come back and, and see how together that really is. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. When you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice Award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 
687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nchc.tv studios, this is ITHSW Podcasts College Hockey Coast to Coast. Indeed it is College Hockey Coast to Coast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Maricopa, Arizona for another two nights. Then I'll be in Minnesota for uh, Thanksgiving and back out here to the desert as uh, Arizona State and Providence get ready to play hockey this weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein getting ready to uh, to eat that turkey on the uh, on the estate on the island. No. Nope. In the estate on the island. No. Nope. No? No turkey? No, nope, not here. No turkey? Not here. Ah, oh, what's going on? Going to other people's houses. Ah, don't want to bring people into the estate. I get it. Uh, yeah, get it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I get it. Sometimes you just get you get tired of having people over all the time in the state, and then it's you know the servants got to work overtime. Maybe you're giving them a break for uh, yeah, okay, for Thanksgiving, huh? Is that yes. what's going on? That's that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, there was more hockey than what I saw here in Tempe, believe it or not, this weekend. So um, why don't you tell us what you saw and heard of in um, uh, the rest of the countries, particularly the the East Coast? Well, um, Niagara coach Jason Lammers got his 100th win as a coach. That's good. Good congratulations to him. Right. Um, Quinnipiac, you know, winning five in a row. Uh, you know, they started off kind of slow, but maybe uh, they've gotten rid of that national championship hangover. Uh, you know, and those wins uh, have been ECAC wins, so that helps them a lot. Five zero and one. Um, uh, we're going to step up in competition this uh, a Wednesday night game, Thanksgiving Eve at Aganis Arena in uh, at, at BU. So that'll be a very interesting game to watch um, if I can get it. Assuming, of course, I'm not, you know, slumming it with you guys on the <laughs> podcast that night. Um, You're going to be slumming it on Wednesday night. We got a special one. Oh, yeah, it's a special one. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, um, well, it doesn't start till 930 Eastern, so you'll be able to uh, get, get a little hockey time in before that. I'm sure. Um, you know, Wisconsin was number one, got swept by Michigan State. That uh, leaves, by uh, the way, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks as the number one team in all of college hockey right now. Okay. I mean uh, – what you okay with that? I don't know. You'll find out. <laughs> exactly, because we're going to show it. Um, New Hampshire with a keeps their their role going here. Um, I know they uh, struggled a little bit at Providence, but came right back with a weekend sweep at Northeastern. Um, you know the standings are kind of weird compared to the pairwise. For example, uh, in the in Atlantic hockey. AIC in the pairwise is, uh, and this just should tell you that things are kind of crazy a little bit right now. Uh, they're 18th in the pairwise uh, at, at five and five, while uh, conference leader RIT is 33rd. In the so, <laughs> okay, you just made my point for me right then and right well, there. But my point is, it's also early. There's, I mean, it's not that early, but it's still early care still early well it is what it is this is the system they agreed on right that's the way it goes. oh th- yeah don't go back to um, that cop out it is the way it is don't go to right. that cop out they, um, they came up with the system to determine the number of teams and who would be playing in the ncaa tournament they did not come up with this system in in the beginning of the year to go like okay let's just uh piggyback off of whoever we beat once and uh even if we lose 10 more yes, times they actually did piggyback. Let's take you back on. Design the system to do that. Oh, that's BS. That is BS. That's why it's not just what your opponents are; it's your opponents' opponents. So, uh, Dartmouth again. I'll just I'll just feed into your misery right now. A, a future ASU opponent 
is 17th in the And I'll see them. I'm going to see them on the 8th and 9th of December right here at Mullet. You know, uh, they're 17th in the pairwise. Their record is 2-1-3. and three. <laughs> And by the way, you will see them as... Uh, oh. When you when you see them, you will see the first match or the first game that the two schools have ever played against each other. That'll be fun. That'll, so that'll be another team that gets crossed off the list. How, how many left on that list? Well, here's the here's the list, and it's obviously it'll change at, at some point, a couple of points at, this year. Uh, they have not yet played Army or Augustana, obviously. They will get Augustana. Yeah, they will get Augustana. Yep, Canisius. Really? That's hard to believe. Um, They have yet to play Dartmouth, and that'll be done this year. Uh, Ferris State, Maine, Niagara, St. Lawrence, and Union. Chris Mayotte's Union College. Ah, yeah. Okay, nice. Nice one there. So that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams that night that once this year is over that they all have not played so but who knows maybe dartmouth will be better than they're to help help out asu's pairwise oh god oh god you know um, get away and, from and me I, you know, I know you love this i know that's your favorite okay i get right? three minutes of rant time no what do Here you mean? No, no 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 what are you talking about three minutes of rant time who the hell wants to hear you talk for three straight minutes? three minutes of rant time Here's the, the problem. Wants to hear you talk Here is the problem with the pairwise as I see it. Wait, hold on, hold Number. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to add to you, UMass Lowell is twenty oh, fourth no. in the pairwise. No. no, no. Despite being no. five, six, and one. No, so. no. Here's the deal: if you want to grow the game of hockey, and if you're listening, hockey people, if you want to grow the game. You don't grow the game by patting yourselves on the back. You grow the game by bringing in novice fans. Fans watch teams play. You had a friend, Paul Hornstein, that went to a game this weekend and said, hockey's a lot more fun in person. That's one of the ways. But how do you get them to the games? You get them to the games by showing them that top teams play hockey. And you can't have a nine and two team in the number two spot, for example, and a nine and two team in the number 12 spot or wherever. There's no reason at this point in the season why nine and two teams shouldn't be right next to each other in the, in the polls, in the standings, whatever. You play to win the game. Somebody oh, no, said that don't one. even go. Don't even go Some, there. Somebody said that once. You play Do to not win the game. Even go there. So when you win a hockey game, you should be higher than teams that don't win a hockey game. I don't care about this bullshit, excuse me, BS that uh that goes along with, oh well, we are better because we got a one goal victory over so and so, and then we lost three in a row and got swept at home. And, um, yeah, we're, we still deserve to be up there because we're better because we got a one-goal victory uh, on the road somewhere. Forget it. No. At this point in the season, if you want to use that formula because that's what you have and that's what you, quote, have agreed upon to determine the tournament, which I still think stinks too, at least put the teams that are winning records because the novice fan that you're trying to draw into your sport – is looking at it and they're going like, what's wrong with the sport? Because you're nine, two and one and you're number 13 in, in the national polls. Whereas another nine, two and one team is number one in the country. Come on, people. Come on. Don't treat your novice fans like they're stupid. Treat them like you want them. Treat them like you'd like them to be a part of your club. And I use air quotes and air quotes in that. Don't shut them out. And we've talked about this, Paul, forever. College hockey is a great sport. I think the greatest sport of all college sports. And the fact that they don't get it together and grow this thing, there is no reason. And I know you brought it up to somebody, I believe it was Mike Snee, um, if he thought there might be 75 teams in college hockey. Well, no way. 
You're not going to get to teams if you keep doing this crap. Um, give people, give fan bases what they deserve. If you've earned a 9-2-1 record, Arizona State, you deserve to be up at the top. If you lose and you lose badly and whatever and you lose, you deserve to be moved down. But when you've earned 9-2-1, put them with the rest of the 9-2-1s. By my count, Paul, there's only one team with double-digit wins this season. So why are the nine-win teams scattered about the the poll? I don't know. Not, I didn't make. I didn't make up. I didn't make it up. I know. I'm just telling you. If you Although, want to grow I mean, the I game did, of but... hockey, if you want to grow the game of hockey, help out your fan base. Get them engaged. Don't don't leave them out in the cold and make them think that they're foolish because they can't understand your ranking system. You know, you you play sports. Nobody for understands polls. I know, but you play sport for victories. You want to win. And when you win, you should be rewarded. Why should it be why should it be so hard for Arizona State to climb up to the top of the rankings with an identical record with the University of North Dakota? Next year they're going to be in the same league. If they I'll guarantee you one thing, if they have the same record as North Dakota next year and they're both 9-2 and 1, they're going to be 1-2 and 3 in the one, two, or three in the rankings. Right. Correct? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, I, I don't I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't I have to talk to some of these other people that these people that vote in these public polls. <laughs> anyway, I'm just telling you, that's my that's my rant for the night. Um, okay. So we got a super sixteen that uh, one Paul Hornstein put out. Um and I was pretty impressed by the way. I was pretty um, impressed. No, you, I, uh, it's nice that you were. I, I don't know if anybody else is, but you know. <laughs> okay, a- except you, my friend, can't even put your own alumni team, and I get it. You don't want to be a homer, but yeah, not you. I don't wave the pom poms. You put them way down too, which is embarrassing. Anyway, here we go. Um, University of North Dakota nine two and one is number one. Boston College nine two and one is number two. Denver eight three and one is number three. Boston University eight three and one is number four. And Michigan State ten three and one. And well, you know, I don't believe in Michigan State. They should still be number one because they got ten wins. Okay, go ahead. How'd you get there? Um, I watched the games. <laughs> and you don't think? That Michigan State should be higher than the other four teams. They won ten times. Yeah, and they did sweep the number one team in the country. Right, but it, listen, it's not like it's not like I said the it's not like the teams ahead of them have won four games or five games. Okay, fair enough. I'll let you go with that. All right, here's number six: Wisconsin at nine three and zero. New Hampshire, uh, number seven at six two and one. Providence at eight three and two. We know you have the Providence uh, pom poms. Um, well, I actually had to drop them after they got swept this week by UMass. <laughs> number nine is the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers at six. Was that four, that? I didn't write Golden. Go- I didn't write that. <laughs> well, yeah, you got it in bold letters, Golden Gophers. Really? Anyway, that's not the way it looks to me. Number ten. Writing that bad. The Michigan Wolverines at six six and two. Huh. I've got through the top 10. I don't see Quinnipiac or Arizona State anywhere in there. Both no. of those teams have nine wins, Paul. Right. And you think the Gophers and the Wolverines deserve to be ranked ahead of them? And New Hampshire, for crying out loud, they have six wins. There's a difference between they nine only and played six, seven. by they the way. They haven't played as many games. I know, but there's a difference between nine and six. And New Hampshire's lost twice and tied once. Right. And Michigan has lost six times and tied twice. Yeah. And the Gophers, the Golden Gophers, as you put it, That's not are, right, uh, have lost four and tied twice. Right. So what do you mean they haven't played enough games, haven't played as much games? No, New they, Hampshire hasn't. They played ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, they played nine. Uh, okay, they played nine. They played nine games, but still. Math, not, math and time zones are not your strong suit, are they? Okay, six, two, and one 
does not equate to be better than nine, three, and one, or nine, two, and one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the math I can do. And I look at it on paper, and I'm telling you, other people look at it from the outside, the novice people that you want to bring into your game, and they're going like, what? How is a nine-win team? And it's not like they're, they're nine and nine. They're nine, two, and one, and nine, three, and one. And they're right. still ranked four spots below New Hampshire? Holy cow. Hey. Boost them. Boost them, Paul. Boost them. Yeah, we'll see you this weekend. Oh, yeah. Next weekend. It's always this weekend. It's always, let's see what they do this weekend. Yeah. Give them credit for what they've done. I am giving credit for, I am oh. giving New Hampshire credit for what they've done. <laughs> what about Arizona State? What about Quinnipiac? What about them? They're, they're not the blue bloods like the Gophers and the Wolverines, so they can't, they're not allowed to climb over them. They're no not matter how many wins they get. They are. Well, they're behind them. Well, they're eleven and twelve. Asked if they were allowed to, and I said they are. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen go like this: Omaha six three and one, UMass eight three and one, Saint Cloud eight four and zero, oh, RIT at seven three and zero. Oh. I really have no problems with any of your poll except for those three schools. I think New Hampshire has to earn it. I think the Gophers have to earn it, and I definitely think Michigan has to earn it. You're talking about Michigan and the Gophers arguably have two of the most loaded rosters in all of college hockey, and yet they've got 10 wins, or they got 12 wins between them and uh, 10 losses and four ties. That does not necessarily reek of, of NHL-caliber players. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's coaching. I don't know. Okay. Quinnipiac and Arizona state, 18 wins together. Yeah. Five losses and two ties. Right. Yet they're behind the Gophers in Michigan. <sighs> right. I, uh, listen, <laughs> I, I, I would much rather it be the other way around. But why isn't it? Why do you think that those two deserve to be ahead then? Again, it's where you, uh, you know, where you started matters. And when you lose. What? Where you started? Yeah. Where did you start? I don't know. You'd have to go. When Quinnipiac uh, was the defending national champions. They've got a 9-3-1 and one record and you have them 11th. Right. Didn't they start on top? Uh, maybe they did. <laughs> maybe. They're the defending national champions. Right. Then they should still be number one because they haven't been knocked off yet. Well, they should be near the top. They shouldn't be 11. I can tell you that. Anyway. Uh, um, we got to start, I think we have to start instituting, like you have to have each week, you have a sliding scale of, you have to have at least this many wins to be considered. Well, let's put it this way. I, I, I thought to start the season, Air Force should have been number one, <laughs> followed right. by Frank, Fairbanks. Frank's going to need checks or what? No, followed by <laughs> Fairbanks and Anchorage and then, uh, AIC, then Army, <laughs> I mean, ASU, <laughs> then Army. Thank God. Um, Alphabetical. You know, uh, that's the way it anyway. should have been. So, uh, so anyway. Um, Augustana. And North Dakota does have the number one spot in the USCHO poll. I didn't see the USA Today poll, Paul. Have you? Um, I have. Are they number one in that, too, is all that matters? Well, yes. The fighting suit. I mean, North Dakota is occupying the number one spot in both. both okay. Teams. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Um, so, yeah. That's uh, that's the way things play out on college hockey coast to coast. Is there anything else you need to get in today, Paul? Um, no, I mean I think we're we're good here. I mean, um, do I? You know, it would be nice if they got to seventy five, but I don't. You know, Mike Snee doesn't think that's going to happen. But. Yeah, well, how could it happen when you got craziness like this going on? Well, uh, listen. Craziness. Reward teams that win. Reward teams that win, and people and fans will follow. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, but yeah. if they think it's a joke, and a lot of people do, and I heard it this weekend at your alma mater, people go like, yeah, but they only beat Anchorage. BS. No, 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 no. I didn't say yeah. that. No, I know you didn't. I said I heard it at your alma mater. Multiple people were going like, yeah, but they only beat Anchorage. Well, BS. It's a college hockey team, and they beat them. 
They don't have yeah. an option of who they put on the schedule. Well, they yes, they play actually the teams did. that are in front of them, and they beat them. You know, next year they have less say. Right, but right now they're. Uh, by the way, can we get that promo there, Michael? Can we get that? Uh, <laughs> I'll ask him. I'll ask that, him. That for one it. about the ninth team. <laughs> Let's go. Who's coming in, Lindenwood? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe because the way the ranking system goes, why would you bring? And by the way, I'm going to preface everything for everybody tomorrow. I no, plan on being at Arizona State tomorrow, and I'm going to find out what this is all about. I'm going to find out why these guys don't get any love from the, the, the pollsters and our Super 16 guy. I'm going to ask them why they I'm think sure they don't will. get any love. <laughs> I'm sure so you tomorrow will. Tomorrow night. I'm just a self-hater. Tomorrow night, we are going to hear from uh, hopefully a bunch of Sun Devils and a head coach and find out um, what it's like to be 9-2-1. and one. Coach told me a little bit over the weekend that 9-2-1 and one was pretty darn good. And uh, it's okay. I tend to believe that he's right. When you look at the company he's with, although he doesn't see it in the polls, eventually they will come to the top. Eventually, if they keep winning, they will come to the top. It's unfair. It's unfair as I'll get out. But that's uh, that's the way college hockey wants to play the game. Well, I, I I wish I understood the the, the mathematics a little better. Um, you know, with the stupid formula. But again, that is what it is. Yeah, but it's uh, not even a formula in the polls. The polls, no, it's not. Just a, it's just a uh, a favoritism, a blue blood. Yes, it is. Uh, what have you done for me lately? Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, it's like what, you know, I don't like, I don't like something, so I'm not going to vote for you. Um, yes, it is. Whatever. It's, it, it's a popularity contest. Let's just yes, put it is. Boy, it is. And that's garbage because that will not help you grow the game. I guarantee you it will not help you grow the game. Mm-hmm. So right. you're going to sit here and sputter along at 64, 65, maybe 66 teams. And then Who knows? you're going to go like, why is my game not growing? Well, I can't. You should have talked to the guy on college hockey coast to coast, and he would have told you. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's that's my rant for the night. Take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios, this has been College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. The Caesar Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly. Two locations in Tempe, one in Pine Top. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, which is where the action is worldwide, from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx, deliveries made easy no matter where you are, the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or available for download at your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing ITHSW Podcasts. That's all one word. ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. College Hockey Coast to Coast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will uh, tell everybody a hearty good night. But first, we must say thank you to the folks from Alaska Anchorage, Coach Matt Shasby, and, uh, of course, Alex Gomez, and the one and only Maximilian Helgeson for joining us tonight. Tomorrow night, Paul and I will be back with College Hockey West Weekly. That's where it all started on Thanksgiving week, Wednesday night. Myself, Stephen Marsh, Paul Hornstein will bring you a special edition of the ACH Top 20 podcast. (laughs) You'll be there. I hear. I I I know you'll be there. I'll be awake. Uh, You'll be there. (laughs) You you won't have had turkey yet. All right. and by the way, you know, four degrees or two degrees or zero degrees in uh, Alaska is uh, they still go out up there, Paul. 
That's good. Even if it's uh, below 58, they still go out and do That's stuff. That's good. Did you know they're, they're tough, hardy souls? Well, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be. What's it like What's it like on the island when it's 58 degrees? You can't go outside. Well, I've been told. Oh, yeah, that's I've been told. true. It's yeah, abuse. I've been told We're that very too. close to abuse. <laughs> All right. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, Good night. everybody.